Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Good Times. Joining me is my sidekick. I'm Dr. Eisenberg. He is. I am. It's true. He totally is. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are, a couple days before Christmas. Your favorite TV shows have abandoned you. All the websites you like to read are all off for the holidays. Probably the podcasts you like are all off for the holidays. Or they're, or they're just, doing those stupid best of. Yeah, they're just doing a clip show, a best of 2012. You know, it's like, oh yeah, God forbid I actually have to go and listen to the shows in your free archive. Yeah, it's, it's, there's, a clip show benefits no one. Yeah. It's more editing for us, and it's recycled content for you, not gonna happen. This is yeah. all fresh. We're not gonna be, yeah, we're not gonna be doing that. We are doing new content for you, because the holidays suck. Yeah, the, I find them depressing. No, it's the time when everyone goes completely insane, and they're like, hey, you know what? Let's just all make ourselves miserable, and if you don't, you're not doing it right. So, hey, get on that plane and go see people you hate but are related to. And you know what? You don't want to be doing that. Maybe you don't want to travel at all. Maybe you're not traveling at all. Maybe you're hunkered down at home saying fuck you to everyone. Well, you know what? You've got a show to listen to now. Yeah, and because we're on iTunes, you can download us on your phones as well. So you could be getting us, you know, on your iPod, maybe compared to whatever else you have to do for the holidays. We're just a breath of, uh, I don't want to say fresh air, but yeah. stale air is the wrong idea too. Yeah. What kind of air are we a breath of? Angry. A breath of angry air. Yeah. Hey, you know, yeah. And maybe this caps off. Maybe you're doing like the road trip. On, like, the 23rd or the 24th, you're going cross-country to see Grandma or whatever. Yeah. Maybe you downloaded a shit ton of Breakfast with the Beak podcasts, uh, including this one, to cap it off. And so you're finishing up now a road trip, but we've just been shouting at you all day. I think that has been a great day for you. Yeah. And I think that now that we've acknowledged it, kind of feel like, uh-oh, your mind is blown a little bit. A little That'll bit. put you in an interesting mood when you see Grandma. We know how you think, Big Nicks. Yeah. We're with you. Save me a seat at the turkey table. Sure, whatever, yeah. 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 Well, anyway, the point is, whatever you're doing, you've got a show to listen to to take you away from the whole holiday bullshit. Yeah. That was kind of a sentence. Good. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, let's give them a show, Johnny. Let's give them a damn show. Let's All roll right. the damn topic. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh... you know, Santa Claus probably isn't coming here, so it doesn't matter. You were alone for Christmas. We're here. Topic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna roll it now. You got anything else to put out there, throw in, you know? No? Good. I'll let you know. I mean, it's like... Ah! Son of a bitch! <laughs> no, roll. Okay. That adds up to 19. I like to make them nervous. And topic number 19 is... Kids these days don't know about Sombrero Man. Submitted by Ashley and Kate. Oh, two former topic people submitting a topic together as a group. Thank you, Ashley and Kate. Oh, it's, it's nice that yeah. the Breakfast with the Beak listeners are friends. It is. It yeah. is. Because you know what? If you don't have people to spend the holidays with, or even if you do, but you just would rather not spend it with them, mm-hmm. get together with some other Beakniks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have a Beaknik party. And uh, I, I don't know what you do at it, but fuck it. You know, the insane clown posse can get those people together, and they're way dumber than us. You probably drink. Fine. Yeah. yeah. No, at, I'm cool the, with that. The Gathering of the Beakniks. Yeah. Uh, you just have it at your local pub. Yeah, the Gathering of the Beakniks. It's like the Gathering of the Juggalos, except it's indoors, and it's not covered in shit. And there's a much higher likelihood that the uh, 
the people you'll be spending it with have, you know, college degrees. And also, uh, nobody's going to be secretly drugging you. Yeah. And no one's going to throw shit at you. Yeah. Yeah. At least, I mean, maybe in a fun way. But probably still not secretly. They'd be like, hey, do you want half of this brownie? It's laced with fun. Exactly. Yeah. But what I'm saying is they'll tell you. Uh, Absolutely. On the other hand, we don't have a hayride. Um, we'll get to that next year. Okay, cool. We need uh, we need a farmer. So, okay, a people, if you truck. know if you know anyone who has some kind of hay wagon, uh, get us in touch. Yeah, we'll plan some events with hay. Anyway, actual topic. Okay, kids these days don't know about Sombrero Man. I don't think it's just kids. I think it's most people <laughs> everywhere in in all times. Yes, the vast majority of everyone. Who is or ever has been. Sombrero Man. This is a very weird, inside, jokey Pittsburgh topic. It is. It's going to make a lot of sense to a couple of people and and be meaningless to everyone else. Yeah, it's going to require a lot of backstory for everyone else. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) good news. All right, all right. Let me me phrase it in this way. Like, uh, excitable drunk way, okay? I'm not drunk, but let's try. Okay. Okay. So there was this guy. That's how it starts, right? Yeah. I'm not sure you're pulling it off, but keep going. I'm curious to see where the, what's going to happen. All right, so there was this guy. All right. Okay. And he was a panhandler, mm-hmm. right? He was a bum. He was my favorite bum. He was a lot of people's favorite bum. He was everyone's favorite bum in a certain couple of neighborhoods in Pittsburgh. This is a very specific point within the space-time continuum. It is between roughly 1999 to 2003 yes. in Oakland, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. yes. yes. Um, on Forbes Avenue. So if you don't know what all that shit means, then just bear with. Yeah. Um, the point is that it's right on the University of Pittsburgh campus. Yeah, the University of Pittsburgh is spread out over like half a neighborhood. And it's not walled off. It's actually like in the city. It's it's part of the sprawl. There's yeah. lots of shops and stuff and businesses. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just right in there. Yes. Um, so Forbes Avenue, big commercial throughway. Indeed. And upon it, there are many panhandlers, you know, trying to get money off the gullible college kids. Sure. Wait a minute. What's that I hear? What? Holy shit. Just, ladies and gentlemen, I think Santa Claus is coming to the Breakfast with the Beak podcast to sit down with us and have a chat. What's up, kidbags? Aw, that's not Santa Claus. You're goddamn right it's not Santa Claus! It's just Dr. Hi, Dr. Soxenberg. Hi, Dr. Soxenberg. God damn it. I mean... I mean, great to see you. Yeah! Yeah, it is! It's great to see you, too, dick! I mean, thanks for coming to spend the holidays with us on yeah. the, uh, the Beakniks. I'm, I'm yeah. glad it's you and, and not ladies or David Lee Roth. <laughs> oh, I wish David Lee Roth was here. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too! But I'm stuck with you guys! Boozy, boozy, bop! Like that. It'd be great. He'd yeah, come that would in be great. With ladies. It would be great if he did it. Not yeah, you. I know. He has a point. Yeah. Well, every, I mean, the, the fans, the love Dr. Soxenberg, right? Yeah, no, I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I guess you guys love Dr. Soxenberg. You're goddamn right they love me. Well, what brings you here? I don't know. Okay. I'm bored. There's nothing going on. There's nothing on TV. I know, right? It's like, that's the worst part about Christmas, is there's nothing on TV. There is fuck all on TV. There's there like, is. There is. There's no sweet parties. 
You know, there's not any, like Thanksgiving. At least we go to a parade, right, and see clowns and stuff. Yeah, dead clowns. Yeah, yeah. But like nobody has a Christmas party except for like families and and offices. And the office ones are over, and the family ones are family. And if they do, it's like it's like early, right? Like um, I was in in downtown uh, Manhattan on the Village like a week or two ago. All right. And there was, you know, just like thousands and thousands of, you know, twenty somethings dressed up in, in Santa Claus costumes. Wow, was, that that sounds fucking tiresome. It it was. It was they called it like SantaCon and as far as I know it was some kind of like mass pub crawl thing. I don't know what they did because I left. Well that's not really a con, that's a pub crawl. They could they could have called it Santa Crawl. Yeah, I don't know why they called it Santa Con. Santa Crawl is an awesome name. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it up for that, yeah. We might have to make Santa Crawl something. Yeah. I don't know. But Santa Crawl Yeah, you might have to make Santa Crawl. Take that <laughs> But Santa Crawl should happen on Christmas is the point. If you can get all those guys that play Santa at the mall and stuff and like oh, the bell man. ringers. You see the thing is the guys who play Santa at the mall Uh huh. Drinking with those guys is a different experience than drinking with a bunch of fucking kids dressed up as Santa. I know. I want to drink with those guys on Christmas. I don't care whether or not they're in costume. I mean, preferably, but whatever. You know, maybe they have to get it back to the rental place. But, no, I would love to drink with those sad guys in place. But especially the ones... Okay, here's here's where the poetry happens, okay? it's Oh, like, goody! Poetry! Shut up, sock. It's where the the... <laughs> <laughs> the guys who play Santa Claus throughout the Christmas holiday to like shoppers and stuff or for charities, <laughs> the ones the ones that have families to go to, maybe they're well adjusted and happy and it's just a thing they like to do. No, it's the ones that are sad. The ones if you play Santa and then you have nowhere to go on actual Christmas, just the amount of sad you must be, that's who I want to talk to. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure they'd be sad. I feel like if, if you're doing that, you know, maybe it's just because, you, you know, oh, uh, seeing the, the happiness in the children's eyes is reward enough for me or whatever. Maybe it's like that and fuck that guy. Uh-uh. Yeah, that has to happen. Yeah, sure. but at the same time, maybe there are the guys who just hate Christmas. Part of the reason they're so bitter is because, like, they're fat and their hair turned gray early. So, like, <laughs> screw it. I'm going to dress up as Santa. I'm going to profit from Christmas. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. I just there's got to be someone who like you know I don't know maybe they used to love Christmas and they do Santa and then they like don't have a family and so like they're happy but then they're sad I don't know I'm just trying to work some pathos into here somewhere but I'm uh, I'm not really into pathos these days it's a uh, it's pretty fucking tiresome like SantaCon what are you into these days uh, uh, giant bags of cocaine that's not a these days thing. That's an everyday thing. A, I'm always into that. Well, okay, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, uh, Dr. Soxenberg, that seems like a terrible idea, and don't come over here if you're going to be doing that, because we just don't need that kind of heat right now. That's true. Yeah, so uh, anyway, should we get back to the topic? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, what is the topic? Uh, yeah, please, dazzle me. We're t- well, I didn't, I didn't pick it. Johnny rolled it, but... We're talking about... Okay, Johnny! Dazzle me! <laughs> God, would you like to tell him what the topic is? We're talking about Sombrero Man. Do you know who Sombrero Man is? Cause yes! most people don't. Well, I do. You do? Yeah! I was in Pittsburgh. Really? Yeah, when? man, back in like 02, 03. Okay, so you know. Yeah! Yeah, you remember all the all the sights and sounds. Yeah, that guy was awesome! Didn't you we used to wash dishes at the top of the O? 
That that seedy bar. Well, I didn't. That was my description, my job description. I didn't really wash them though. I just kind of, I just kind of piled them up under the counter. <laughs> Explains a lot. Now, after about three months, they figured it out. But, uh, man, what a ride! Okay, so uh, some brown man was all right. So he had a, he was this like lumpy old guy. He wasn't. He looked very Caucasian. He didn't he look Hispanic a, at all, by the way. No, he was a great albino potato of a man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, he always he, had like two or three days worth of white stubble. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, mostly just wore you know standard uh, homeless couture. You know, the uh, the big parka, the bigger parka over it. Sure. You know, the the shoes with the bags over them and such. Right. But. He had a gimmick, and his gimmick was a big-ass, brightly colored sombrero and a maraca. Yeah, a lot of times he had maracas, and he had this, like, kind of wheezy, nasally voice, because he wouldn't, he didn't have a, a, a wide repertoire. He mostly just said, you got any change, change, and then he'd yeah, let no, trail he, off, he and then he'd say it again. He didn't banter. No, no, not at all. There were a lot of guys in the neighborhood who would banter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a few guys who were kind of relying on backstory and stuff. Right. But this guy, it was just, he was this enigma. This strange, lumpen creature that came out of the ether, fully formed and sombreroed. Yeah, and he was he was kind of beloved, I mean, as just sort of a, a, a local character. Yeah, kind of beloved. He won every poll for, you know, favorite local personality. That's true, he did. Yeah, he beat the hot dog cart guy. He beat me. <laughs> That's true, nobody was, was buzzing about Soxenberg in 02. No, no, no. Okay, they had the poll. And the poll was you could vote Sombrero Man, uh, Hot Dog Cart Man, uh, Dangerously Incompetent Dishwasher. Yeah. And uh, I lost. Hard. And, and it was right around that time that the the uh, famous Pittsburgh rock band Giant Baby started up with, with myself and Johnny. And no one was coming to our shows either. So it was like yeah. all Sombrero Man back then. Yeah, it was yeah. it was nonstop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, I mean, this shit goes not, back. People were not aware of us at all. No. We no. had not actually learned to play any instruments at the time. Well, our album wasn't out yet. Uh, Technically, we hadn't written any songs yet. Yeah. We had several things working against us. There's, yeah, there's a reason for that, but we were present in the area. We were. We, we were, were figures. We were. It's not about that. Um, no, but the point is that Sombrero Man, that was his gimmick, Big Sombrero, and then one day, as mysteriously as he had appeared, he was gone. Yeah, it took people a little while to figure it out, because every once in a while he would vanish for a week and then come back. Yeah. Yeah, he would just kind of wander up to another neighborhood until they chased him back to our neck of the woods. Yeah, and, like, the thing about when you don't know someone's name, you just know them as a weird entity, is, like, you don't necessarily notice when you don't walk past them like you used to. Yeah. Like, right away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's my middle name, dick? Uh, Zanzibar. That was a lucky guess. I know. I'm that good. But you're right. When, you, when, you, when you're not directly interacting with someone... When somebody has just become an eccentric bit of landscape to you? Yeah. It's like if you, like, you know, if, like, you change supers and they don't announce it. Oh, Like, you may call the wrong guy for, like, six months. And then it turns out there's a a new guy living at the ground floor who doesn't answer his phone. No, people you do interact with, how often do you notice? Do you know how long the particular cashier you saw this weekend has been working at the grocery store? Not that one, no, but no. I had to go in aisle five today, and I usually go to the express lane. It's yeah. not about that. 
So when we finally realized that Sombrero Man had vanished was it was on Christmas. It was Christmas Day. Yeah, we were going to go to this bar. Like, the one bar that's open year-round, it yeah. was like a cool gimmicky thing. That was their gimmick, because we're open literally every day. It was going to be us and Captain Fun. Yeah. And then Captain Fun couldn't make it. He, like, bailed. Yeah. And then we kind of never got around to getting on a bus. Because we had booze at home. Yeah, we well, had, uh, we were at Johnny's old place. We had a bottle of rum and a box of gas station donuts. We did. And the two towers on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Because that had just come out on DVD, and it was like, oh, I need to watch the extended cut before I go see the new one in the theater. So we were we were sitting around there drunk, and Johnny had a copy of a local new independent newspaper called South Oakland for Life. Indeed. That's how it's spelled. That was a good paper. It that was. was a good paper. Is, they're still mildly active. But really? I don't live in that area anymore. Yeah, they're even on Twitter. I'll be damned. Yeah. Well, good for them. Hi, what's up, South Oakland for life? Yeah, we remember you. Yeah, we don't live there anymore, but yeah. that's okay. So, but yeah, that that's how big a deal Sombrero Man was in Pittsburgh at the time. Mm-hmm. Is that that South Oakland for life used to used to feature him as one of the fake people in their weekly polls? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of so. like the Onion, but they used actual people. And one of them was Sombrero Man. Yeah. Yeah. So there was an article that said, hey, where'd Sombrero Man go? And it detailed the whole thing, how like people stopped seeing him around, let's say, October of 2003. Yeah. And then it, it hit us both. You know, as when I read that aloud, it's like, holy shit, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And this was later confirmed in another article I found in the Carnegie Pulse, which is a student newspaper at Carnegie Mellon. Yes, which, which is, is like located right down the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he vanished around the end of 03. Never to be seen again, as far as anyone in Pittsburgh knew. Yes. Uh, now, you did a little more digging on this after I, we got this topic. I did. I did. There oh! <laughs> I'm curious, of... too, actually, because yeah. I, I have not been privy to this information. Okay. Well, we know where you ended up eventually, Dr. Soxenberg. You ended up here last year. Yeah. Although, we don't know what happened to you between about 2004 and 2011. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't have time to go into my backstory right now, okay? <laughs> I'm sure that there's a lot of nerds out there who just jack off at thinking about filling in every little corner of the official timeline. Yeah. And how long after the fucking Battle of Yavin I did everything, okay? But you know what? <laughs> it doesn't matter, okay? Let there be a little mystery. Power of myth! Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll hold off on the Soxenberg world building for now. Yeah, you should. Okay, but... Okay, I mean, I I lived it. I know how fucking boring it was. You realize you open yourself up to a world of fan fiction. I'm going to be writing that fan fiction, actually. You are not! I am. Okay. I am. I'm going to write that fan fiction. I know how Johnny's going to spend his Christmas day. Yeah, I'm going to start writing Soxenberg fan fiction, (laughs) get bored after one sentence, and then not write it. So you got off easy this time, buddy. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, so there were a, a bunch of reports that Sombrero Man had moved to Morgantown to the West Virginia University campus. Really? And I found documentation, even like some letters to the editor and stuff, um, and some comments on forums, that kind of thing, that puts an individual named Sombrero Man. Well, I don't think that was his name. Panhandling. Do you know his name? Because some people do. 
Yeah. He has a name. He does. He does. Uh, uh, do you remember? Okay, so there was a, a gentleman named Bill Dorsey, who is probably the other most famous bum from Forbes Avenue, the same location. Bill Dorsey is not a bum. Bill Dorsey is is an institution. He's a, he's an entertainer. Yeah. He's a, a blind gospel singer with a big taped up jukebox. Who uh, uh, sits in a boombox? But yeah, boombox. Yeah, jukebox would be awesome. There would be harder for him to look it around. Well, that's yeah. why it would be awesome because he'd be strong too. It's an old school boombox, like with cassettes. Yeah, right. And he belts out these emit like Amazing Grace that that kind of stuff. Yeah, he just belts out. You can hear it like five blocks away. He's yeah. got an amazing like you know. He can project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. According to, to sometimes he puts in new lyrics about the Steelers if they're having a good season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, according to uh, uh, Bill Dorsey, um, who is still active as far as we know, there's YouTube videos of if you want to see him. Yeah, sombrero man's name was Homer. Homer, no last name, just Homer. Like you know, the poet. Yeah, like the guy who wrote Oedipus, which, Odyssey, Odyssey, Oedipus and the Iliad. Was, uh, I don't care. Well, he didn't write it. He's just famous for telling it. Yeah. So, you know, cobble together with myth. You don't need me to explain Look, you got, literature. You got so much of that wrong, but it's okay. Um, and I can't remember who wrote Oedipus, so whatever. Uh, the play, the famous one, Oedipus Rex, you know. It doesn't matter. Sophocles? No, I don't maybe. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Uh, the point um, is not about that. It's about Homer, about how Sombrero Man's name was Homer. Wasn't the original Homer also blind? Which would make the him like... The real Homer, yeah, you're right, actually. Which would make the him like Bill Dorsey, though, not like Sombrero Man, because Sombrero Man is not blind. Layers upon layers, man. Yeah, yeah. Or just nothing. <laughs> yeah, so... Okay, so there's a guy at the WV camp, WVU campus panhandling called Sombrero Man. In a sombrero, presumably. Right. Here's the thing. We have photographs of the Pittsburgh Sombrero Man. There's no photograph that I could find online. There are, uh, yeah, photographs of the Pittsburgh Sombrero Man were published in the old school print media prior to the web being terribly viable. He yeah. used to carry around a newspaper clipping of himself. Yeah. To, that he taped to his cup to prove that he was, like, legit. <laughs> right. So, I mean, between, at least between 04 and 07, we know there was a Sombrero Man in Morgantown. No photos exist that we could find, so we cannot confirm that it's the same guy. Now, that seems very odd. Okay. Because if he's on a college campus mm-hmm. in that period of time, mm-hmm. he's surrounded by 18-year-olds who all have cameras in their phone, and by virtue of being 18-year-olds in the early 21st century, right. uh, were raised in an environment where developing empathy is impossible. So you would think they'd be taking photos of him and, like, you know, laughing. When did you first have a camera phone, though? I uh, mean, like, oh, okay, 07. Yeah, I was, I'm thinking 07, 08. Yeah. You, you might have just beaten the time when everyone would have one. Yeah. Like, it's not like you couldn't get a video camera or a, you know, a digital camera pretty easily, but... The era where everyone has one in their pockets at all time yeah. was a year or two later. Yeah, no, so you I might mean, have like, just missed a cut. That's true. I mean, I, I I held off on getting a proper phone at all to begin with, you know. Right. But then, yeah, the one with the camera in it, I didn't bother with till then. So see, so yeah. that's that that might be how it breaks down. But the thing is, he never introduced himself as Sombrero Man. No, he introduced himself to the handful of people that asked as Homer. So, yeah. Sombrero Man was just a name that local people in Oakland gave him. Well. So, anyone shows up to panhandle WVU out of nowhere with a sombrero. Chances are people are going to call him Sombrero Man. Exactly. 
So there's no way, but it could have been the same guy because the timeline syncs up. Yeah. He's not seen at WVU prior to 04. So it could be him, but there's no way to prove it. I mean, and that, that gives him just enough time to walk there. And the last thing I found was, it's not that far a walk from Pittsburgh uh, to Morgantown. So yeah, yeah. That, that lines up. But the last thing I found was a letter to the editor in around 06-ish. Okay. 06 or 07, uh, about, um, the Morgantown campus cracking down on panhandlers. So it's quite possible he was run out of town, and then the trail just goes cold. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Some man could be anywhere. Uh, he could. He could. So, you'd think if he had resurfaced... You'd hear something about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you say, now everyone has a camera and a, a video camera in their pocket at all times. Yeah. So, I just check YouTube. Nothing. Hmm. So, what? But there were a lot of stories about this guy. He wasn't just an iconic bum with a costume. He was kind of magical, right? He was. Like, he had this battered suitcase. Do you remember the suitcase? That he would carry around him sometimes. Sometimes he'd leave it in, like, uh, local, like, uh, tobacco shops and stuff overnight. Yes. And rumor had it there was candy in there. Somebody told the story. I don't remember. It might have been our, our, our dear friend, Nail Mary. Uh, might have been Mallory. I forget which. Uh, ladies, if this gets to you, we love you, we miss you. Where um, are you? Yeah. Get in touch. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> for the gathering of the beefniks. Indeed. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. But whoever told me the story, apparently one time, Sombrero Man had his suitcase. It wasn't in the spring, it was like in the fall or winter sometime. And here's why this is important. He opens up the case, it's full of Cadbury cream eggs. Like a goddamn, God. like a leprechaun, right? He's no. just the magic Cadbury bunny. I think like an Easter bunny, but yeah. Well, okay, yeah. But I mean, you know, leprechaun's just like, where'd yeah. he get that pot of gold? I don't know. Yeah. He just oh, Cadbury cream eggs. Yeah, I think sometimes he sold candy, sometimes he just gave people candy. I think what, oh, I, I remember the rest of the story. Like someone gave him like a dollar or like a fiver or something. And just like, just to give him money, because that's what you do to panhandlers. Yeah. And he just opens up his case and like, here's some Cadbury eggs. Like, oh my god! He's Magic Man! If somebody could just produce a Cadbury cream egg in the middle of fall or winter, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. That is magical. Mm-hmm. That is magical. I don't believe it. You don't believe what? I don't believe that he had it. I think that people saw the sombrero and decided to take it further by turning him into a human piñata. <laughs> but obviously, he couldn't be full of candy. He was a living man. So, he had a suitcase full of candy. And if you whack him with a pole, the suitcase springs open. And what is the most desirable of all candies? Cabin a candy that would be worth killing a man for? <laughs> An out-of-season Cadbury cream egg. An out-of-season Cadbury cream egg, absolutely. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. That beats any Christmas cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Christmas cookies. All hard and crumbly with a crappy green icing with those fucking green sugar crystals in it cutting up your tongue. Hey, who wants tongue lacerations? Too bad, because you're getting them. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What's your favorite Christmas memory, Dr. Saxonberg? What's my favorite? No, go on, just... <laughs> I don't know, I guess. Was I here last Christmas? I don't know, I was pretty wasted. Uh, no. No, you weren't here last Christmas. Oh, 
Because we did the show on Christmas Day. You weren't here. We talked about the apocalypse. Well, the point is, my favorite Christmas memory is last year when I fucking blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, wherever I was, fuck those people. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Soxenberg, you're a very bad puppet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, well, that's the, the point is that that is the tale of Sombrero Man. Yeah. Now, the reason the kids don't know about him is because he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are coming to Pittsburgh for college and then leaving immediately after because that's what you do because Pittsburgh just needs to have more and more old ladies to fill up its cemeteries. Or you stay forever. Or, yeah, you stay forever, whatever. Yeah. But no, the, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you hang in there for a while. You're like, God damn it, I'm going to bring this city back. And then you're like, I'm not sure I am. But the point is <laughs> that, yeah, the new kids are showing up and they don't know who Sombrero Man is at all. You can tell them about it and they're like, uh, how old are you and why are you at this college bar? Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. like, you have a good point, Sonny. That's a good, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, Cheap beer, that's why. That is why, that's why you go. But yeah. That's why the kids today don't know. Yeah. Just because they, they, they don't have access to them. And because... By God, he disappeared in a time before we were documenting fucking everything. That is... It's kind of a... You know, people complain about, you know, our kind of, like, voluntary uh, surveillance culture. Like, it's it's not really about all the hidden cameras that, like, governments and cities and put out and yeah, military drones and so forth. It's, it's how much we voluntarily record. Yeah. You know, everyone's got vlogs and, and everyone checks in. Well, I don't. But people checking the shit on Foursquare. I should get a vlog. You should. I should get a vlog and just do nothing but messages to my haters. Actually, people, the Beakniks would probably watch that. Jesus fuck, they would. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. We don't need you getting more attention than us. You're a sock. That wouldn't take much. I know. Yeah. But, but the thing, okay, so, I mean, we're all recording everything all the time. Yeah. Some people look at that as a problem, but in a way it's great because any moment, any yeah. weird personage thing that happens, yeah, you eventually you'll be able to find a document about it. Exactly. I mean, people are always complaining about, you know, oh, these fucking kids, they all think I care, they all think they're famous. No, they're just documenting shit because... Ultimately, all they are, to me, is raw materials to get out there and record stuff. Yeah. Okay, they're just imperfect uh, elements of the big recording machine that I need to find pictures of shit. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You just, it's like you have millions and millions of just eyes crawling all over the world, just yeah. in case. Just in case. And sometimes you get amazing shit. Yeah. If we had had... If a cat does something hilarious anywhere on Earth... You're going to know about it. Yeah, yeah. If we had had this kind of culture, uh, you know... In 1999? Yeah. Yeah. 10, 15 years ago, then you wouldn't be asking, why doesn't anyone know about Sombrero Man? I could point you to 100 videos. I could point you to 100 videos, his Facebook page, not his Facebook fan page, his Facebook page that somebody set up for him. He's got a MySpace fan page, but it's just one picture, no, you know, text. Yeah, and shit was probably set up in, like, 2002. Well, it's MySpace, so yes. Yeah, well, yeah. apart from the fact that duh, it's MySpace, yeah. that's just, you know, when people would have been setting that up. Right. They coincided with that nicely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, in, but instead of 100 videos, there's just an empty MySpace portfolio. Yeah. This is how far we've come as a culture. Yes. Yeah. So the next time there's an awesome bomb in your neighborhood... 
Or just some weird shit going on. Any weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Make a video. Make a podcast. Put it up there. Maybe it'll be important someday. Probably not statistically, but maybe. Yeah. Next time you're walking down the street and a puppet pops out of a trash can (laughs) and he's all like, what's up, douchebag? You know, you can get that. You can get a little interview with him on video. And then people can go on the internet and be like, man, I wonder if anyone took any pictures of that puppet that was harassing me today. <laughs> and guess what? Somebody did. You're going to be in a lot of videos next year, aren't you, Dr. Soxon? I'm in a lot of videos now. I've been doing that for weeks. <laughs> Just popping out of dumpsters and yelling at people. You're going for the most notable local personage of 2013, aren't you? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. This I mean, little... yeah. It's a, it's a little early. I mean, I might get kind of sidetracked during the year. I mean, I got some stuff coming up. and It's like when someone doesn't uh, doesn't win prom queen in high school and they just can never let it go. It's like Dr. Soxenberg was beat out by bums in terms of notoriety. So. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm more or less over that. Because I, uh, I don't really have a choice. They will not hire me back at the O. <laughs> in fact, I'm not allowed to go in there. At you all. did a terrible job. <laughs> you may or may not have stabbed some people. I am actually banned from the premises. Yes. <laughs> um, well, and I didn't stab anyone. I just pushed someone into a rack of knives. All right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Plausible That's... deniability. That is technically different and possibly much worse. So, anyway. All right. Well, uh... Uh, yeah, this has been Christmas, everyone. Dr. Soxenberg came over. And, uh... Yeah! Yeah, I did! And I made you feel good for a change, dick! (laughs) Shut up, sock. (laughs) Whatever, meatbag! Happy December, everybody. Yeah! Yeah! Happy fucking December! Yeah! Yeah! Hey, hey, maybe you're listening to this at home on your iPod like they were talking about. Maybe your mom's going to come in the room and be like, Hey, honey, what are you listening to? Oh, nothing. I'm just listening to two grown men talk to a sock. I can't actually see any of it, but I'm taking it on faith that there's a sock at the table yelling at them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, good idea. Good idea. Get a picture of the sock. (laughs) So the magic of podcasting. Okay, hold on. i got to pose for this. Oh, good job. Good job. You took a picture. Okay, great. Yeah, don't post that. My eyes look weird. (laughs) Yeah, so, okay, have fun explaining that to your relatives. Maybe let them listen to this. Really, just let them see who you really are. No, man, I mean, this is coming out on the 23rd. You got time. Just gather everybody around the Christmas tree and listen to to Breakfast with the Beak um, Christmas special. Uh, uh... Around the while you're opening the presents. Yeah, man. Pop on the Yule Log channel and then turn down the sound and put this on instead. Yeah. And we're going to be talking over the Yule Log. Sure. Yeah. That's uh, the magic of the holidays. Sure. <laughs> whatever. All right. All right. Uh, uh, have a have a good have a good whatever holiday you're doing, and if your holiday is over, then have a good December. I don't care. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, regardless of how you feel about Christmas, remember, we're only a week away from New Year's Eve party! Yeah! We're gonna party. We're gonna go run around and drink and shit. Yeah, but, uh... Chaos and stuff. Yeah, the way you're talking about it uh-huh. just sucked all the enthusiasm out of me. Uh, well, it doesn't take much. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So, uh, thanks for nothing. <laughs>
Bye, everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Goodbye. <laughs>